I'm Mark A. Davis, and this is Obese XP Weight Loss Journey Podcast. Not tips, not guidance or anything. It's talking about my uh, my journey to reaching my goal weight, and boy, it's going to be quite a journey, I imagine. But also, this ain't my first fat rodeo. I, I've lost weight before, and because, uh, you know born out of a childhood obesity or whatever i've lost weight in high school and got down to around my my preferred weights and i gained weight once again for multiple reasons even worse this time um and i just want not only to talk about that and give updates every week and have some place to just say some of my feelings when i don't have anyone else to talk to about these sorts of things but also talking about the experience of not only being an obese child uh, and an obese adult or whatever, um, I I just want to talk about not o- not only how you get treated, how people represent fat people, obese people. I don't like saying fat. That's an identity. It's it's like if you're a if you're a homosexual, you're not necessarily gay. You know, like gays referring to it as an identity or as a vague lifestyle as fat as like as a vague uh set of traits that also uh that are associated with the mere uh, uh, fact of being obese or overweight or whatever and if that doesn't make sense to you i'll, I'll sort of get into that as as the weeks go by um because i imagine this is probably this this podcast is probably gonna run about 18 months uh, at least until i get to my goal weight um and I guess with that being said, I should start with my uh, starting weight and a before picture. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, I'm not getting too many visuals, but you will see my uh, my picture for that week when I weigh myself, what, what, what my body looking like. And right now, uh, I, I put on a shirt and a ring on my hand and week to week. Or maybe more month to month. I will take pictures every week, but it won't. It'll be the same clothes. So I'm wearing clothes that I want to wear when I'm finally 200 pounds, my goal weight. Um, and right now I weigh sh- a shocking 488 pounds. Here's the picture, what my horrific body's looking like, right? Uh, let it be known that I'm six seven, so. I carry it pretty well to say I'm damn near 500 pounds, I gotta say. But, uh, obviously, it's not tenable, and, uh, I don't want to live this way, you know? I don't want to feel this way. Um, obviously, you know, health or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, I want to cultivate an actual healthy lifestyle, because, you know, at some point, you become a victim of your habits and environment, and you become another statistic to some extent. Although we feel emotions uh, on a day-to-day, very, very strong feelings pulling us one way or another. Not just referring to like food urges or something like that, but it literally could be anything. Um, You feel so much, you have so many uh, emotional ebbs and tides throughout the course of the day, but you're still part of like a greater mass that is still that is still like uh 
bound by the same conditions as so many other hundreds or tens of millions of people in this country. And it's, it's hard to like personalize such a phenomenon such as obesity in America when so many people go through it. Uh, so I'm trying to just really focus on altering my lifestyle and like improving my quality of life whatever way I can uh, within my means because you know obesity to some extent is not only just a behavioral problem it's to some extent also a class issue as you may have known over the past five years the I think a lot of people have been learning about or more uh, or five to ten years people have been really talking about the real condition of like being a poor poor-ass inward in America you ain't got no money you probably don't have access to good consistent food the the best you got is like really the most affordable thing to make it through the weeks to have some food is really cheap high calorie um food that you could you know interject it and and say you could still count calories and all this but no one's thinking about that it's a very unnatural thing to do to count calories and keep such uh it's like doing scientific measurements with food uh you know it's it's not it's not human to an extent but to try to be a healthy human in modern america you do have to sort of you have to meet the inhumanity with a progressive inhumanity, I feel. And that sound might sound like bullshit, but what I mean by that is like you gotta like you have to we're it's to some extent after a while, especially if you're a person that's my I'm twenty three by the way. I am a twenty three year old man who's in college and uh I feel like you're a person my age, my generation, a zoomer if you will, um or like a younger millennial uh you're like living in third person to some extent you're watching yourself live you're watching yourself going through uh you know the progressions of being child teenager adult um and some things are sort of dampened like the pleasure you would get the gratification that you would get um how you would handle things they're sort of you you look at them differently because you're constantly looking at yourself and thinking about what other people think about you in a way that maybe didn't exist before why is that i i think i need to really think about that some more talk about that for another day but it is relevant to especially being obese because you do after a while you do notice if you're if you're on that if you're gaining weight and uh at a rapid pace unexpectedly for some reason and it's just getting uncontrollable you do notice people look at you different people don't respect you as much all this fucking dumb shit that uh people do uh people start getting brazen with you on the streets calling you out your name and stuff and even though i don't know them so i, I don't know this the rampant disrespects uh especially someone like me who was tall and obese is is really something um but i like to go back to the the point i was saying about people living in third person and you're conscious about how 
to some extent uh, about how you're being perceived. Some of that social media, some of that is just, um, I, 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 I think maybe it's from watching too much TV. I don't know what some a lot, a lot of these points that I'm gonna bring up. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not. I'm. This is not about any expertise. I cannot give you that. The only thing I'm a fucking expert about is Pokemon, and that's even like Pokemon up to like uh, Pokemon uh, Black and White too. After that, I don't even know. So I can't really help you with anything. The only thing I can help you with is maybe this can be. You could have another person to interact with because I'm open. You know, you can email me. My email is uh what is my email? You can email me at the if you go to my uh actually let me open up this email. Uh it's my email you can email me anything that you want, topics to talk about, questions, uh anything. Maybe I'll talk about your stuff and, you know, where you should go um, if you're interested. It's thebrownlucario at gmail.com. T-H-E-B-R-W-N-L-U-C-A-R-I-O at gmail.com. There's no O in brown. Um, anyways. So, Yeah become uh becoming so self-conscious you, you make a lot of decisions that you normally wouldn't do or you make the same decisions but you do it for the wrong reasons losing weight for the wrong reasons or lifting weights for the wrong reasons is uh that is a mental disorder a low level mental disorder that could really uh ruin your life for a period and in high school i lost weight for the wrong reasons and i did it very well Back then, I was starting around 3.30, something like that. And in less than a year, I was walking around at uh, 2.35. That's, I think, the lowest point I got. So I lost 100 pounds in in like eight months. Not That's not healthy, you know. Um. Yeah. So. I, but I did it because, oh, I thought people would would like me, I guess, respect me more, would treat me better. It was just some vague thing that I felt like people were discriminating against me or didn't like that I was fat, preferred that I wasn't. So I got like skinny as hell. Well, relative to my friend, I mean, it's very hard to be under 200 pounds and, and like six, six and above and have any muscle to you. Cause I, you know, I was an athlete in high school. I played basketball uh, voraciously. Uh, in middle school, I played baseball, and before that, I played football. So, I, you know, I played sports throughout my career, even though I don't really identify as an athlete um, or anything like that. It doesn't, I, when I think about myself, I don't think, oh, athlete um, or anything like that. It's just, that's just, it's just a way back then to hang out with my friends, I guess. I don't really care about baseball. I mean, or, or I don't care about baseball or basketball, but, you know, it's just what I did. If I didn't have, friends that were really into sports i just would have i probably would have lost weight for the right reasons because after a while i'm like ah i want to move a little bit better and i want to uh you know help get get be healthy you know and not and especially in this world where health insurance is sort of expensive very expensive uh why would any, i don't want to buy that i'm not buying that 
and the best uh, you know health insurance is uh, universal health care but the next best thing is being extremely healthy um, so yeah so in high school I went from 330 to, to 3, 340 I mean at one point I was on the scale in like sophomore year and it said E and it was a scale that went up to 335 so that could have been anything I could have been 350 for all I know but eventually I get down to 230 um, and then it's very hard to stay that low for that relatively low for that period of time for me. So it went up to 250 and I sort of stayed around 255. I'd say by senior year, I was pretty solid at 255. And that's how that's how I basically graduated. That was what my uh, my weight was at. Uh, so for so next year when I was supposed to go to college, I couldn't. Because in order to get uh, student loan money, federal student loan money, you have to, your parents, uh, maybe it wasn't student loan money, it was to just get to school. One of your parents has to have tax information for the, for like the, the year, two tax uh, seasons ago, I think. And my mom didn't pay her taxes because she, you know, couldn't afford it. Uh, which is a really good tax when you have a system that taxes people who don't have money that's really awesome like that's a really a, that's really a smart system um but anyway so i couldn't get in, i couldn't get student loans so i couldn't go to the school i want to it wasn't even the school i wanted to go to it's like my third choice was going to louisiana state university which is a very you know it's a pretty expensive relative to what you could go to and i couldn't go there where, where a lot of my friends were going and yes that's why i picked i ended up going with third choice because first two choices were uh were based on like somehow actually interesting broadcasting and writing um but since it would have been a lot more expensive to go out of state to go to uh what was it called morehouse or emory uh i couldn't i couldn't do that and then I ended up not being able to do my third choice because mom didn't pay her taxes. And that, that's nothing against her, you know, shit's hard. But that gap year really fucked me mentally. Uh, the isolation away from everyone. My friends went either went to LSU or UL Lafayette or out of state. Um, and I was just stuck in New Orleans with... My very good friend, Sam, you know, he's no chopped liver. Uh, he's probably the best friend I've had. Uh, but I was just, I think neither of us were expecting to still be in New Orleans uh, a year after we graduated from high school, you know. Um, so, but most days I was still just by myself, just trying to flip the time. Um, and I couldn't get a job and getting a job like a minimum wage job really wouldn't been anything because it would have uh, it just would have been a headache for my mother because taking the bus would have been a little too expensive and kind of not worth it just to have like 20 extra dollars every week and and her driving me uh, like across the city at like inconvenient times for her would have just been annoying so she was like yeah I just don't worry about it um she just gave me like she gave me like thirty dollars a week. I mean thirty dollars a month to be like, hey, you can get like 
what I did with $30 a month was like subscribe to like WWE, WWE Network and buy like one video game a month. Um, but anyways, the weight gain of that, it wasn't surprisingly, it's not that bad being alone like that. It didn't make me gain weight because I kind of I was depressed and a lot less of a it wasn't that stressful. I guess was the thing because I've been depressed a, a lot of my life and I don't think that's really a, a spur for weight gain honestly for me or really for anyone it's the, it's the stress of it was having like pressure on you because like, at that point there's no pressure on me I'm not, I don't have the pressure of like being an adult or being in college so oh I guess I just I'm a fifth year senior at high school who doesn't have to go to class kind of um, so I didn't gain too much weight, but due to my, like, my lifestyle, I had a very active lifestyle in college, I mean, in high school, and that year I didn't, that gap year, that forced gap year, I really didn't have much to do anymore, so I did gain some weight at 255 over the course of a year, I think, by the end, I was, like, at 275, uh, so, after that, I go compromise once again now i'm my fourth or fifth option here and what i should have realized i should have had some clarity and the the tragedy of that gap here is that no clarity was given it was this served no purpose i wasn't happy or anything it wasn't it wasn't chill it was just i just sort of existed but anyways i go to i'm freshman now i mean at the time out of the gap year, I'm a freshman at UL Lafayette. So that's where some of my best friends went to. I guess I go there. They got a, apparently a nice broadcasting major, so I, I become a broadcasting major there. Um, and I start in the summer, the summer of 2018. And, you know, a lot of people aren't there because people don't take summer classes. But my friend uh, at the time, Dantes is there so I ha I'm hanging out with him all day we go into class together it it's uh I was gonna say it didn't rock as much as I thought it would honestly but we did have fun and I was just struggling so much there because there was stress there was severe depression there was like a homesickness a home that I never thought I want to go back to um it's like I was lost. I was nowhere. I remember that first day I went to ULF yet, and I went to my dorm. And mom leaves, you know, mom and sister leave. They go back to New Orleans. And my friend calls me. And he's like, hey, I'm about to come through. And, you know, we could do whatever. I'm coming to your room. And then we could go to the gym. Uh, then go eat afterwards. I'm like, cool. And in my head, I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym. I hate lifting weights. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's when I realized I don't want to fucking do that shit anymore. Like, that was a very, that was a high school thing to do when I had all that fucking vitality to me. But now I'm, I'm a stressed out, completely uh, emotionally depleted 19-year-old. Um, I just don't, I don't, I find that extremely tedious. I like doing cardio, but that's not a thing you do with your buds. At least that's, you know, us, us Africans. Africanoids, Negroid folk, don't we don't do cardio like that for for free. I mean, if you're a professional athlete or you're on a scholarship, 
there's probably group cardio things, but the only people I ever seen run in a pack, a, a cardio pack, is is white folks. And that's not racist or anything. I'm not trying to say that's anything that's race that's racist or anything. I'm just saying I never seen black people do that. Maybe women do that. Uh, black women might do that. I guess that's a thing, but I never seen black dudes do that in my life ever. Um, so yeah, like doing cardio to me was always a very, unless you're doing like a half merit, like a, like a 5k or something or a marathon or something like that. Uh, I mean, obviously that has a, uh, a group aspect, obviously, but cardio, like actual, like training has always been very, a very isolated thing to me. And, um, so I've, me actually like my exercising is very it's almost anti-social or non-social I should say it's not anti-social it's non-social and then I just like, I like doing it in isolation and I like getting into my zone and lifting weights on multiple fronts is is in my opinion it's performative who wants to fucking that doesn't feel good one off rip if you if you say if you think it feel good you're lying you're lying um but also that does like lifting weights isn't that's not actually like good i mean it's not bad for you obviously it's good to get the lymphomatic system you know moving or whatever you could do that with cardio but what do you it's not really if you want to get healthy you gotta work you gotta i mean look at my fucking obese ass trying to lecture see this is why i can't do it i'm not an expert but I do know from my fucking experience that lifting weights fucking sucks. And I say that because why it's performative is because really, why do you want to lift weights to get nice muscles or nice sizable muscles so you could look good for somebody else, like look good for your friends? Mostly, that's what mostly dudes do is looking, having nice muscles, big muscles for their friends. That's like 75% of people I've talked to about lifting weights. It, they never said it explicitly, but it basically boiled down to that. It wasn't even for bitches or women or whatever you want to call them, dames. It, it wasn't for women. It was just for their other guy friends, which, honestly, it reeks of a classical, um, classical male friendship, appreciate, appreciating each other's bodies, um, oiling them up putting your thought okay i'm not go there but anyways so that's my little spiel on lifting weights you're doing it for somebody else you don't like if you want to actually like either lose weight uh help help your heart help your mental health doing running is way better at that lifting weights makes you just want to fucking blow your brains out and uh yeah that's but that first day at UL. That's when I realized I don't want to fucking do that anymore. I just wanna, I just wanna chill. But over that year at UL, UL Lafayette, my weight it went from like two seventy five to like two ninety, getting like fifteen. I guess I literally did the freshman fifteen. Um, but I was extremely active. Like once the 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 
the the proper school year started, I hated being in my dorm all day. Well, I mean, I I wanted to be in my dorm all day doing work, but it was just annoying to be there and to be in that building and I being on campus. It sucks. I I just hate college. I hate the 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 social aspect. I hate being around a bunch of dumb fucking people. Uh, I hate being around a bunch of grasping people, a bunch of people who just, it's so obvious what they want. And uh, I just don't, like, they're not here to enjoy the vibe, to appreciate the vibe. They're here to get very, uh, to get very specific things, which I guess that's expected out of college. You're here to get a degree, but I'm not talking about that. Um, but that's irrelevant. But I would always find ways to get myself off campus. Like I would, there's been days where I just like walk for hours across the the great city of Lafayette, Louisiana, and I'll just walk through the park. I'll walk through neighborhoods. I'll walk through back roads that I probably had no business being on. I just walked and walked and walked and walked, but I also just like ate like more and more. And I don't know why, just anything to quell the fucking the screen in my head that most of the time I could not contain. It's like I just want to get the fuck out of here. I hate college. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life, but I gotta get the fuck out of here. There's nowhere to go. But I, I can't stay here. I just hated that place. It wasn't for any particular person. Everyone there treated me fine. Except that one family that called me the N-word and the faggot. Um, but besides that, Lafayette was a very, uh, provided the great hospitality, I gotta say. Um, so after that, I... After that year, I'm like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta transfer somewhere else. So I go back to New Orleans to live with my mother for six months, and I go to UNO. And in that seven months, I was trying to so hard keep my weight down. I did. I, I didn't go. I think I stayed around 285 or something, 290. And I was just trying so hard to keep my fucking weight down. It was hard. It was so hard. I don't know why. I just feel like after a certain point, you just want like that hunger never ceases. And at some point, like the eating like super healthy, it's always gonna leave a person that 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 is that big calorie deficient, which is a good thing if you're trying to lose weight. But it's bad if you're just trying to like live a life and you don't have you don't want to like be fucking hungry all the time. Um, man, I, I don't know. It's just that uh, it's just you're stuck between two worlds when you're at that point. I don't know. I mean, it's different if you're like you five six and two seventy, because that is you being four hundred pounds basically. Um, and it's the same way how I was in my life. I was in between. Being an adult and a boy, 
but I didn't know like what does that what does that even mean like what does an adult mean but I felt like I was I was stuck between two places and I couldn't make a move yet because I don't have a degree and I'm not talented enough or smart enough to do anything without a degree I guess and I can't enjoy the boyhood pleasures anymore because just for the simple fact that I am taught that I'm not supposed to like I am taught that like when I'm 20 I'm supposed to have I'm supposed to be in a relationship I'm supposed to be like doing shit I guess making moves but like making moves towards well I don't know where the fuck I'm going um and what relationship every relationship I've been in fucking sucked on some on some level why would I want to do that why would in every relationship that I was showing my child as an example be it people in the family people friends of the family or actual friends of me it seemed like every relationship that I've observed for the most part has only provided a pain just as much or more than or, or more than pleasure I would say and why would I want that headache just to bust a nut fuck that and fuck all you I'm not doing all that and yeah so that's 2019 that year I come to do a no 2020 I'm like I gotta I gotta move out I hate living my mother I gotta go so I moved to an apartment near UNO uh, and as you know 2020 uh coronavirus the lockdown happens in late march for the first two months i had that same feeling again living in this apartment it was like damn i'm i'm like i'm by myself no one got my back i'm just out here alone and what is there to do like, what is there to do with my life? It means nothing. Like, as it, it meant something before. But as it, as it stands now, it seems that it's just like, where, where am I going? And I really, you know, I've answered that question, I guess. But as soon as I came here, uh, it was obvious that my my mentality, my mind was generating quite quickly. Because I think between January and lockdown, that two months, I probably gained like 30 pounds. And I was sitting around like 320. Over the course of, tw- of the year 2020, I get up to probably like, to like 400. Probably get 100 pounds in 2020. The rampant social, I mean, the rampant, the social isolation, the the just the hopelessness, the there's nothing going well. It's just there's nothing, nothing going well. All my friends gone ties have been severed and there's just nothing to look forward to 
I hate class. I hate this fucking major I'm in. And it's like there's nothing. I have no talents. I have no skills. I'm not a hard worker. I'm a fucking piece of shit. A piece of shit should have pleasure too. They should have something. Like, I don't know. Where does a piece of shit go to fucking do something with his life? I don't know. Um, I feel like on some level, I've always just wanted to fucking end it. Just get this fucking over so I don't have to feel. So these these questions don't have to be answered. And I could just I could just leave this world, and that'll be that. Maybe some people will be sad, but they move on. But then, you know, I just consciously, I can't do that. Because your consciousness never wants to die. It always wants to persist. And only the subconscious drive towards death. has to, It has to be so strong uh, to, like, force you to consciously kill yourself. And for me, that ne- that drive to death has never convinced my consciousness to finally do it. But it was still always it always there. It's there now. It was there a year ago, two years ago. It was there back in Lafayette. It was back in high school. It's even to some extent had its birth in middle school. And I guess no one can identify what's uh happening in your head. But it's uh I guess it will come out of nowhere, I guess. But anyways, that drive is still there but consciously I'm fighting against it and this weight loss journey is a, a fierce war against the subconscious death drive. And this is a a fight I need to win because I guess it's bad to kill yourself. I don't know. This depends on the context, but might as well. I'm gonna keep going. I might as well be healthy while doing it. I don't know. I'm not a particularly inspirational speaker because what are you inspiring? Like what action are you trying to inspire towards? But. I just hope that I could just reach my goal and I could just be like comfortable and just be a human being and get treated for respect for like treated with respect for for sustained period for once in my fucking life. Um, And I wish the same to any of you who are listening to this. And I feel like it was necessary to tell my journey up to this point over the past two years, just the, the massive weight gain. I think that has just been all those urges or something is binge eating and stuff it's that's just the unconscious was just winning w after fucking w and it was the subconscious was just gonna keep influencing me influencing the conscious part of me until my fucking heart explodes but I just can't let that happen. <sighs> but um, 
So what what now? Starting weight four eighty eight. Go weight two hundred. Six seven. Um, what's my plan? So let's talk about my plan and my goals. So right now, uh, I have like like weight milestone uh, unlocks, like things to implement at every weight milestone. So at 490, because I think like a week ago, I was like 495. So now I'm 488 and at 490, I was like, okay, eat three well-timed meals a day. At 480, intake 150 grams of protein a day. Make sure you do. And at 470, um, take a shower every day. Uh, which I know that's like seem like a basic ass thing to do, but um, since I I have a, had a job that was working from home and all this like shit like that would just slip. And even when I was like just a regular regular guy, like I anyway, I would just like just oh, I'm not gonna take a shower. Fuck that shit. Um, but. The general like taking care of yourself stuff is all a fucking slip because i don't want to i don't want i don't want it the stuff that you're supposed to like oh you gotta take a shower so people think like people think you're clean and respect you and all that shit well i don't want the respect if their respect is like i don't know just fuck them fuck them when i fucking took a shower people didn't fucking like me and i'm not, I'm not a shitty guy but anyway this sounds very this sounds more like vitriolic and uh like vengeful than it needs to be um but what i'm saying every every time i lose 10 pounds i just implement a new thing in my lifestyle a thing to like that i want to do permanently or it's another uh like calorie reduction um, so like at 460, I'm going to cut my calories to 2,500. At 420, we will blaze it. No, we'll uh, eat 2,000 calories and stuff like that. So yeah, so right now, I'm just eating 3,000 calories a day, which is a 1,000 calorie deficit at this weight. And we eating three well-timed meals a day. Apparently, you want to space out your meals four to five hours. I normally do that, but I just wanted to keep it, officialize it, or whatever, whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, I think that's enough for this time. I don't know if you really, like, that's just a, a sort, that's just a piece of my weight journey, my weight gain and loss journey. Um, and maybe, maybe that was too much, or unnecessary details but what are, what you gonna do uh if you enjoyed or whatever uh you know leave a leave a nice rating on itunes or whatever podcast providers leave a like on the youtube video if you have any questions or topics you want me to cover or questions you know you want me to answer or you have like your own input or anything like that you can email me at the brown lucario at gmail.com there's no owen brown and uh that'll be it thank you so much for listening and next week uh, i'll talk more about how uh like my actual methods and a way of tracking my health and uh losing weight and maybe some topics about 
some stuff in media, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, see you later. Bye bye.